you want the ultimate, you gotta be willing to pay the ultimate price. It's not tragic to die doing what you love. So I wanna go. Hello, hello, I'm Katie, and welcome to Retromade, your pop culture rewind. Let's take another trip down memory lane. We continue our ultimate everyman coverage with one of Patrick Swayze's most memorable roles. Today, we travel back to July 1991 to discuss the action crime thriller Point Break and all of the other goings-on of the time. I'm excited to have Dominic Tartamella joining me today. Dom is a fellow Last of the Action Heroes podcast network host, where he joins Ryan on It's a Long Road, a Rambo series podcast, as well as his own show called Movie Thoughts that I find hilarious. <laughs> Dom, first of all, you have a great name. Thank you. Secondly, um, you pronounced everything right, too. You actually pronounced it. Did I? Oh, good, 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 good. Um, secondly, thank you so much for joining oh, me. Anytime. Uh, yeah. Tell us more about your shows. Uh, so, yeah, I do uh, the show with Ryan where we were going through the Rambo movies. It's a long road. Having a good time with that. And then I do my own podcast, Movie Thoughts, where I cover new movies, old movies. And I just like the title says, I just give my thoughts and opinions on all that fun stuff. It's great. I really I think you all if you like retro made listeners, I think you'll like Movie Thoughts as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, yeah. Check it out. It's funny. <laughs> Okay, so let's first get into the retro state of mind by opening the time capsule from July 1991. I know you're quite a bit younger than I am, so you might have <laughs> caught some of these in syndication. That's probably um, But <laughs> according to the Nielsen ratings from the 90 to 91 season, okay. the popular primetime shows were Cheers, Roseanne, A Different World, okay. The Cosby Show, right. Murphy Brown, the Golden Girls, mm -hmm. Designing Women, Murder, She Wrote, and Empty Nest. Okay. Do you recall watching any of yeah, those? Yeah, Ro Roseanne and uh, Cheers yeah. were always on in my household growing up, you know. Uh, just remember John Goodman being on the TV a lot. I still watch that. Yeah, like, yeah. The reruns it's still, still good. I it's love still it. funny. Yeah. I didn't keep up is. with like the reboot uh, and then all that right. other stuff happened with her, but it is what it is. It was good. It was good while it lasted. <laughs> I think it's still pretty good. And I yeah, do. It still holds up. John Goodman's great. And Cheers, who doesn't love Cheers? Ah, of course. So we kind of covered a little bit of 91, so I didn't want to rehash a lot of the same cartoons. So I thought I would just ask you um, what cartoons you watched when oh, you were a kid. Man. I mean, uh, in the 90s, I watched. What didn't I watch? I mean, I watched like the classics, like Scooby Doo and stuff like that, the uh, reruns. Love the, it. <laughs> love it. Yeah, yeah. I always like staying up late and just watching all that old, like those '60s cartoons. Uh, and then I watched, you know, Darkwing Duck, man, the animated okay. series, all that fun stuff uh, throughout. Like all the there was like a lot of Marvel superhero. I remember Spider Man cartoon and stuff like that. I watched all that stuff. That makes sense. Were you a serial kid? Oh, you yeah, eat a lot of cereal? absolutely. Like, I still eat a lot. I'm still a cereal. I do, too. I do, too. I feel OK, good. I have I feel like I'm like the only adult that still eats cereal. No, I still find you... myself like staring at the back of the box. eating. <laughs> There's no prizes inside anymore. It's not the and, same yeah, anymore. It's not. I was talking about that with somebody recently. Like they used to be so substantial, like you used to get like a whole toy in there. Now it's either you got to collect UPCs or. <laughs> Oh, oh, who's going to bother with that? Just doing I mean, that. Really. No kid's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm an adult and I wouldn't do that. Like, yeah, that's too much. What cereal did you enjoy oh, or still enjoy? Ooh, uh, Fruit Loops, Lucky Charms, mm -hmm. Fruity Pebbles, anything that's going to yeah. give me diabetes. Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> yeah. Sugar, bring it on. Just Golden a... Crisp or Sugar Smacks. Oh, uh, yeah. Pops. Yeah, oh, yeah. Corn Pops. Uh -huh. I think they might have stopped making Pops. Classic yeah, cereal. they probably don't make a lot of those mm -hmm. anymore. I love cereal. the Halloween cereals. Booberry. Count Chocula or yeah, Booberry. all that stuff. Frankenberry. I still get that every year when it comes out. Oh, cereal. Mm. I love it. It's a it's a good quick meal. Yeah, like definitely. Cereal. Eat for dinner, breakfast, lunch, doesn't matter. Yeah. Sneak a bowl yeah. in. Well, and a serving size is like three-fourths of a cup of cereal, which is like two bites. So. <laughs> when you actually look at the serving size, it really messes yeah. everything up. That's like Oreos, too. Look at the serving oh. size. It's like a half an Oreo. And then I ate <laughs> or the whole bag. Or ice cream. 
Yeah. yeah. Ice oh, cream. No. Deadly. Uh, yeah. Kind of depressing. Just so don't we'll move look on. at the serving side. <laughs> yeah. Let's not do that. Now I'm making a guess, but tell me if I'm wrong. Did you watch wrestling? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I've dabbled yeah. a little bit with that Ryan. Uh yeah. I was oh, a big okay. me and my brother were big, big wrestling fans. I still like I'll my nephew, I'll still like check out some of the newer stuff, but I just love all the classic nineties, early two thousand stuff, especially. Well, this might be a little before your time, okay. but well, actually, is there such a thing as pro wrestling illustrated uh magazine? Um, Does that I, exist still? I, I remember I I had like the WWF ones. Like I remember there was like Attitude. I remember having those magazines. Okay. I don't remember the, that was one you're talking about. That was a, a real well, one. Well, I just, so they put out a list. It's PWI. I don't know if it still exists, but it did in 91. Okay. Pro Wrestling Illustrated, they ranked, they like t uh, tag team of the year and wrestler of the year. So okay. they like put out a list every year. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't sure if that magazine still existed or not. But in 91, the wrestler of the year was, take a wild guess. In in 91? Mm-hmm. Uh, was it was it Hogan or no? It was. <laughs> yeah. Was he ever not? I mean. <laughs> That's the thing. I was trying to see, because I know he started, uh, you know, waning in popularity probably around the mid-90s. And then he went okay. to like WCW. And then all that stuff happened. He kind of got popular again. But that's why I was trying to think for a minute if it was a younger. Yeah, yeah I could see that, though. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. It's great. I then, love Hulk Hogan. I mean, he's Thunderlips to me. But... <laughs> Thunderlips in the flesh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby. Oh, Rocky 2. Rocky 3. Rocky 3. God. Um. So then I I was unfamiliar with the Enforcers, but they apparently were the tag team of the year in 91. Who were they? Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson and Larry Zabisco. Zabisco. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I know the names. I know the names. Yeah. I didn't realize they were a tag team, though. I must have missed that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like um, like the Bushwhackers. The Bushwhackers, right. A thing. Uh -huh. and, yeah. The Legion of Doom. Right. Those guys, they were, I think they were the guys that wear the masks and the shoulder pads and all that. Oh, yeah. 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 Match of the year for 91 was the Steiner brothers, who I'm unfamiliar with. Oh, you're, oh you don't know. Versus. No, I don't oh, okay. know. I don't. Yeah, Rick versus and Scott. Sting. Oh, OK. Well, Rick and Scott Steiner. They, okay. I, yeah, they got more popular, I think, in WCW later okay. on. So I watched it earlier. Probably. Oh, OK. Like, OK. So and I'm older than you, but. So this was like Super Brawl 1. Okay. They, the Steiner Brothers versus Sting and Lex Luger. Nice. That was considered the match of the year from nice. 1991. <laughs> Got to rewatch that. Oh, God. Um, Feud of the Year, which I thought this was, this probably would have been good. The Ultimate Warrior versus The Undertaker. Oh, okay. Was The Undertaker around when you were yeah. watching? Yeah, I didn't even realize they had a, a feud, though, at one point. I must have missed that or forgotten about it. I know probably about a year before this, it was probably the Hogan Ultimate Warrior thing. I think they did. Okay. Or, or a year yeah. after, around this time, they did a big feud with that. Uh, but I didn't re realize he did one with The Undertaker. I got to look into that. You know, this is according to my internet research. <laughs> um, and then most hated, I hadn't heard of this one either, Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter, yes, yes. Okay. He, he actually wrestles, I think it's probably about 91. He wrestled Hulk Hogan at like a main event of a WrestleMania. Okay. So it's probably WrestleMania seven, maybe. I'm oh, going God, back. I don't to, even. I'm going yeah. back to my brain, uh, <laughs> my old <laughs> my old wrestling brain. <laughs> what What were the other wrestlers that you were into that maybe weren't listed here? Uh, I definitely. I mean, I definitely liked Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, uh, Macho Man. Who oh else? yeah, Macho I Man. I like Randy Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Uh, I'm a big fan of them. Stone Cold obviously came in later, but yeah, those are those are probably my top five, six, whichever ones I just. Okay. Made. What about awesome. you? Awesome. Well, I liked like Jake the Snake right, and the right. Bushwhackers mm -hmm. and the Iron Sheik, like Iron a little Sheik. bit earlier, like yes. in the '80s, probably. Uh -huh. Like I watched with my grandpa, mm -hmm. um, and I remember when Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage were kind of teamed up the mega at powers some point. right yeah they called themselves yeah the mega I, I don't know 
And then there was this storyline where they got mad at one another somehow. Yes, yes. I don't know. I, yeah. I love um, all that stuff. There was probably, who else? There's some I'm missing, but those are probably mm-hmm. the big ones that I remember. Oh, and then Junkyard Dog, Yes, too. Junkyard Dog. Well, me and my me and my yeah. brother, like we watched a lot of that older stuff too. Like we went back when we got became big wrestling fans, and we went and okay. we visited all that, like from the early '80s and stuff. So, like, like Andre that. the Giant, yeah, stuff. yeah, all that, yeah, all that. Cool. Stuff. So this time in '91, you were probably pretty little, but like <laughs> little, you know, yeah. in the early night, yeah, in the early '90s, there there were some big toys and gadgets that I found kind of hilarious. Uh-huh. Um. Were you into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I at all? I was, yeah. Yeah, I was. I still am. <laughs> Are, really? <laughs> yeah. Do you have any of the swag? So apparently the Ninja Turtles and Bart Simpson was big at this time. So like right. just stuff, anything, just swag with yeah. those names on it. I had definitely a lot of Simpsons, Bart Simpson shirts, eat my shorts and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I remember you'd get in trouble in school too at that point. Like I remember wearing stuff to school in certain shirts you would get in trouble for. Um, oh, yeah, just because I guess that was you know provocative at that time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now you could get away with anything probably. Um, and then I definitely had a lot of Ninja Turtles. Like I probably still have them in like my mother's attic. Just a ton of Ninja yeah. Turtles. They're re-releasing yeah. a lot of that stuff now. Like the vintage. Oh, of course they like, are. Nineties, same packaging. It's crazy. Oh, nice. <laughs> Brings me back. <laughs> they, because they know that all of us will just buy this stuff exactly. again for nostalgic reasons. Exactly. <laughs> also, the so speaking of uh, wrestling, there were these apparently called WWF wrestling buddies, like a pillow person almost. Uh-huh. But it was like a wrestler. Did you have one? I had. I had. I. I think I had two. Yeah, I had. Um, I had Big Boss Man. Do you remember that guy? He like dressed up like the cop. Vaguely, oh, vaguely, vague, vaguely, right? yeah. Uh, and then my brother, I think, had Macho Man. We had those, okay. yeah. Those are a hot commodity still. I have like a cousin yeah? who collects all that stuff, and they they go for like big money. Those wrestling, oh, <laughs> especially in the nice. Package. Well, I hope you still have yours uh, somewhere, yeah. somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah, your mom's. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go dig house. through my mother's yeah. house. <laughs> Were you a Nintendo kid? Yes, absolutely. So the. Nintendo NES game card, like the games were big. And mm-hmm. then apparently the Super Nintendo must have come out in 92. Mm-hmm. So those were really big this year. Or 91, right. I'm sorry. Did I say 92? 91. And then for girls, the Crimp and Curl Cabbage Patch Kids, which I think I remember, which was just dumb. Their hair was just like weird and it came with a crimper. Right, right. Remember that? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you probably don't. I've I've <laughs> heard the stories about the like the stories of how hard the Cabbage Patch dolls were to get back in the day. Like my sister, when my mother would go crazy trying to get those for my sister and stuff like that. You couldn't just order them from Amazon. Right. It wasn't like that. Nowadays you had to pick a pre-order and stuff like that. You had to know, I've heard stories about people going outside and meeting the the drivers for Toys R Us and paying them off. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That's hardcore. Just missing the eighties though, man, or early (laughs) nineties. Yeah. The good old days. We didn't ever have one of these, but in 91, the dual deck VCR okay, came we were, out. It was, it was a, like there were two slots. Two, like, so apparently you could like, I don't know what the use would be. Record, record a like rent a movie and then right, record it to your right, own tape. Right. That was probably. a big thing. Yeah. That. And then there was the, uh, it was called a rap man. It wasn't a Walkman. It was like a keyboard, but it was made just for the purpose of like making rap songs. Oh, and it was really? Called the rap Man. Oh, okay. And then from a Walkman perspective, Sony came out with a video Walkman. Okay. And it used like the tiny cassettes, like not the regular sized. I don't know. It was $1,400. Wow. In 91 for this like tiny little video Walkman. Crazy. I don't know what the use for that would be. So I think that probably came and went pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't even remember that, honestly. I don't know how popular they were. I mean, for that price I don't tag. recall it at all. Right. But then uh, camcorders mm-hmm. and portable CD players yes. were really big in, in the early 90s. I remember having From a gadget myself. perspective. Definitely had one of And CDs. then, do you remember Swatch? Like the, or do you recall like the 
the big like watch clocks that people had on there. I remember the main watch. Yeah, I just can't picture what they what they made. Watch watches is kind of what they're known for, but they came out with a phone and they called it a twin phone where both the like both ends you could talk and hear out of it. Oh, really? It that seemed kind of dumb too, but that came out the Swatch twin phone. Does anybody recall that? <laughs> Moon shoes. Moon shoes. I'm sure you've heard of them. Yes. Like these big boots. We I didn't have them either, but apparently they were huge in 91. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see vanilla ice and uh, new kids on the block stuff uh, still... like those dolls the sleeping right. bags, bags the bedding like my friend i had a couple of friends that had all of it right one of my cousins had all that the blankets and the toys and new kids on the block stuff i remember that the early 90s <laughs> what a time to be alive indeed <laughs> then Music wise, I'll just do the top five and then we'll get into some news before we hit the movie. But Paula Abdul's Rush Rush was the number one song this week. July 12th, 1991 is the release date of Point Break. Mm. Then Unbelievable by EMF. Nice. Which I thought that was later. Yeah. I don't I know that why. Was later too. That's the one I'm thinking of. You're unbelievable, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that you did that because I was. <laughs> Nobody wants. I'm going to do it, whether you like it or not. I'm going to do stuff like that. (laughs) Thank you, because I was not about to. But yes, that's the song. Okay. And then Jesus Jones, right here, right now. I totally forgot of his existence. Yes. Yes. I know that song. I Want to Sex You Up by Color Me Bad. I remember that one. I love Color Me Bad. Who could forget that song? Oh, my God. I loved it. And Bad is spelled with two Ds. (laughs) color me bad <laughs> and then number number five song is power of love by luther vandross uh, okay cool good good music now do you have any guesses for what um like some really big movie premieres were july 91 can you think of anything 91. that you would guess um one is probably like the most well-known action movie probably um i would say terminated 2 comes out around this time right is yeah. it 91? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it premiered in July of 91, same time as Point Break. Uh, okay. How 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 far away from the release of Point Break was that? Um, I don't know what day it was, but it was in July. It was, they were both in July, right? Oh, wow. Both in crazy. July. Yeah. And then also Boys in the Hood premiered, uh-huh. which was Boys also a huge Hood. movie right, right. at the time. Mm-hmm. That was I loved that movie. And yeah, it, I think that movie. made Morris Chestnut's career. I I need to have a whole conversation about him. <laughs> he's he's like my, I love him. And other news and events from July of ninety one. Boris Yeltsin is sworn in as the first elected president of Russia. Ninety one. That seems kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer confesses to killing seventeen oh, men. Wow. Jeez. Did you watch that Netflix? I did. Show? Yeah, I barely. It was very hard to get through. Honestly, it was it a was. tough watch. That guy did a good job. Oh, yeah. His name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot his name, too. Yeah, he did a great job. But that, that show was like very edge of the seat stuff. Like, yeah. I had to take breaks in between episodes. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, this is, get, this is getting too dark. It's, it's heavy. Yeah. It's, yeah, especially since it's true. Right. Uh, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee uh, Herman. Uh, <laughs> this was his scandal. He's arrested yes. in Florida. Yes. For exposing himself in an adult movie right. theater. That in and of itself, I can't believe people went to... Like a public theater crazy, to watch adult movies, right? Crazy, yeah. It's 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 nuts that he would even put himself in that situation. I remember that being a huge scandal, and it doesn't seem like it would be, right? Yeah, I Nowadays, don't know. Maybe it right? Maybe it's it's one of those things. I mean, not to, not to justify it or anything like that, but he wasn't yeah. in like a regular movie theater. <laughs> Give yeah, him that much. It. it wasn't like yeah. he was, you know, going to see uh, Point Break, Pocahontas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> also, Russia and the U.S. sign a long-range nuclear weapons reduction pact, apparently, in July of 91. Women just now are allowed to fly combat aircraft. Oh, wow. Michael Landon died of pancreatic cancer, mm. and he was only 54. Mm. Michael Landon from, like, Highway to Heaven, Little House I... on the Prairie. Yeah. I don't know if you ever watched those. I, I remember. I remember. Highway to Heaven, that one. And Kirk Cameron marries his Growing Pains co-star, Chelsea Noble. Oh, 
I sort of remember that she played the um, nanny. I think her name was Kate in the show. Mm -hmm. And then just a touch later on August 6th, the first website was built. Oh, wow. And put online. <laughs> I wonder how that ran. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Before we get into the movie, I have a couple questions for you. Okay. So today's movie, Point Break, features our everyman, mm. Patrick Swayze. Do you have any thoughts or fandom or, or anything? I love like Patrick Swayze. I'm a big, yeah. big fan of Patrick Swayze and Roadhouse, Dirty Dancing, Ghost. Uh, I just love, I just love the guy. I miss him dearly. Who doesn't? <laughs> I do, too. I mean, some people are like, oh, he's fine. But I've never met anyone that doesn't like him. Right. I, I think he's, yeah, like you said, he's one of those guys. You got to at least like him. Um, mm -hmm. But I just, I loved all the movies he was in and stuff like that. Point Break included. Great hair in this movie. And it, mm -hmm. I'm envious of the, the locks he has. <laughs> oh, I actually, that's so funny that you see that. So, um, for listeners, Dom uh, is rocking a bald head. <laughs> rocking the bald. But uh, Patrick Swayze's hair, I I don't like it in Point Break. Uh, oh, you don't like it? It's like the it's like sun bleached because it's not his right, regular it's like supposed dark to be a hair surfer, that I right. do. Like, yeah, right, right. It's all sun bleached and I would it's like take a lion's it. mane. I guess full, full disclosure, yeah. <laughs> I would take it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you can have it. Uh, it's kind of a running joke now. Mm -hmm. So my first season is both Everyman, Patrick Swayze, and our other Everyman, Kurt Russell. Love him, too. Do you think that they look alike at all? Um, I guess there's a resemblance. Um, I, I don't think they, that, like, face-wise, I don't think they look alike. But I guess with the same, you know, the brown hair, they both had long brown hair a lot. Uh, same, I guess they're probably about the same size, right? Same kind of physique. I can see them mm -hmm. getting mistaken for one another, but I, I don't see a strong resemblance in the face. No? No. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> I asked most of my guests and the vast majority have been men and mm -hmm. they don't quite see it, but women very much really? think they look alike. Hmm. So there's something. Yeah. yeah. Might Here's be what your wife thinks. Right. Yeah. I got to yeah. ask her. <laughs> Do you recall the first time you saw Point Break or do you have any specific memories of your uh, first viewing or previous I, viewings? I remember like I remember seeing it on TV in the 90s, probably bits and pieces. It wasn't until like years later that I think like me and my brother, we were probably on a Patrick Swayze kick and we were just watching all his movies and we, we watched it in its entirety. Uh, I always liked it. I like it's a little over the top. You know, uh, I like Gary Busey. Obviously, he's always yeah. fun. What is he giant, is. He's pretty his, good. His giant Bugs Bunny teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gary Busey. I mean, I think he's actually pretty good in this movie, though. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's a great actor. I like him. He's, yeah. Actually, this is more like a subdued role for him because I feel like sometimes he's really like over the top, uh, but he's good in it. Keanu, another guy I love. Uh, well, whether it's Speed or the Matrix movies, I just it's like the, the perfect pairing of Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves being in a film together did you see on that point have you ever seen uh young blood that's Patrick the, Swayze and that's the Rob hockey Lowe. one right yeah i think mm -hmm. i watched it years ago i gotta rewatch it again rob Lowe i haven't right. seen it in a very long time but i remember loving it and mm -hmm. it will be covered on this season of retro cool, but cool. keanu reeves is in that also oh is he? so it's the second so point break is the second time they've been in a movie oh, together oh wow i'm guessing keanu was in a smaller role in that yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. And that was that was probably post Outsiders, right? I'm thinking. Yes, it was. I want to say 86-ish. Okay. Maybe. That makes sense, yeah. Got to revisit that one. I know I watched it at some point. I remember watching it. I just can't remember much about it. Yeah, it's good. I'd recommend a rewatch. Well, oh. actually, I mean, it, I, or it could be one that I recall being really good. And then if I <laughs> then you go it, back you, and you, yeah. It, it could be one of those. All right. Shall we get into the movie? Let's do it. All right. Release date, July 12th, 1991, which is almost exactly 32 years ago from Perfect. right now. Perfect yeah. timing. Rated R. It's over two hours, which I felt it. I, mm -hmm. I don't know about yeah, you, but I, I felt did. that it was over two hours. Mm -hmm. 7.2 IMDb. And then we have Catherine Bigelow, 
who won two Oscars for The Hurt Locker, and, and then she was also nominated for Zero Dark Thirty. She is the director here. Right. Did you know that? At, I don't think I knew that. I did know that. And then at this time, she was with James Cameron, right? Yeah, she was married to him at the time. And then yeah. I think, well, I was watching it yesterday, rewatching it, and he was a, he's a producer on it, too. Okay. It's, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is interesting, because uh, then you, you said Terminator 2 came out right around this time so oh yeah mm -hmm. that oh yeah i hadn't put that together yeah i did interesting rick king who's not well known and then w peter illiff those are the writers and okay. illiff also wrote varsity blues and oh, varsity patriot blues. games okay yeah so that's who wrote this and then we have uh obviously patrick swayze plays bodie keanu reeves plays johnny utah which that name doesn't <laughs> seem like a real name then Gary Busey, as you said, he plays Pappas, mm -hmm. who's kind of the... So this story is sort of... It's not a new story. It's kind of the old dog, new dog FBI agents. And Pappas plays the old timer. Right. Lori Petty plays Tyler. And you all would know her probably from um, like A League of Their Own. Great movie. Tank Girl. Free Willy. And then mm -hmm. she was in Orange is the New Black. Did you yeah. Watch my, uh, my wife was actually, when I was rewatching it yesterday, my wife mentioned that. I didn't know she was in that. Then John C. McGinley, he plays Ben Harp, like the, the boss, like the FBI boss. Right. And he's um, most known for Scrubs, Dr. Cox in mm -hmm. Scrubs. Right. And he's in tons of stuff. Mm -hmm. I just um, listened to an Office Space podcast and oh, I great. forgot love, that he love, was in that. Love Office yeah. Space. Big He's, fan. He plays a good character in that. Uh-huh. James Legros, or James Legros, I'm probably not pronouncing that right. He plays Roach, who is Bodie's like secondhand man. Right. And I didn't know him from anything except for he plays uh, this guy that Phoebe goes out on a date with in, in a friends episode. I don't know right. if you've seen him in anything else. Yeah, he looked familiar and then I forgot to look at his IMDB, honestly. I was like, where do I know him from? And I feel like I know him. I think from he's done else. stuff, but nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing big. Right. At least from that I could see. And then the two other surfers who are actual surfers and they're just part-time actors. So John Philbin as Nathaniel. He was also in Children of the Corn. Oh, okay. And Bo Jesse Christopher, which that's just a freaking awesome name. Bo Jesse <laughs> yeah, I gotta change my name to that. So, three that's names. That's three names. Three first names. <laughs> awesome. He's Gromit. Okay. And he actually, um, he looks way different now, but he has a recurring role or did in NCIS. Oh, okay. And then we have Anthony Kiedis, yes. our Red Hot Chili Peppers front man. Yes. In a small part here playing Tone. I completely and forgot he was in this movie, Anthony Kiedis. You did, I, when you watched yeah, it yesterday? And then I saw it. And I was whenever. like, oh, wow, he's in this. Because I know Flea did a lot of acting. Uh, like he Oh, I don't think I did yeah Flea, what's he in he's in like uh i mean even before i think he was in the chili peppers like he pops up and i think like back to the future too and he's oh, in like a handful okay. of movies before i think they really got big but i always i was i was like oh wow anthony kiedis is in this I completely forgot and then the last one that you might know is lee turgeson he plays rosie in this and he was in wayne's world oz right, right. and monster yes. yes i recognized him he looked familiar on the episode, too. <laughs> the score was composed by Mark Isham, and he also worked on A River Runs Through It, Of Mice and Men, Warrior, Nell, Crash, and The Black Dahlia. So I, don't, I didn't really take note of the music when right. I watched it. it. Didn't, yeah, it didn't stand out as much um, to me as well. Yeah, like a legit resume there for the music here. And then, so this movie won some MTV music or MTV uh, movie awards. Okay. I don't know if those are still a thing or not, but I think they do do them. I think they matter a little less than they even did. Yeah. Then, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, the categories were kind of funny, too. But so Keanu Reeves won for most desirable male. Oh, wow. And Patrick was also nominated in the same category. Oh, wow. wow. And then Point Break was nominated for a MTV Movie Award for the best action sequence. Okay. Yeah, the movie uh, made $83.5 on a $24 million budget, so that's good. That's good. I was going to say, uh, they did remake it, too, at one point later on. i never even seen the remake, but... I was going to ask you, they did in... Tw I haven't seen it either. No. It was a 2015 remake, right. and I don't think it made money. No, definitely not. 
I didn't see it. See, there, there's just some movies I'm like, please don't. Well, especially yeah. a movie like this, because it's, I feel like it's just based upon having these actors together, especially Swayze at this time. Like at that, with 2015, I don't even remember who the actors were in that movie. Um, I don't think anybody's so well known. That's the thing. Like, what? Yeah, Pat Patrick Swayze was really hot at this time. Like he had quite a run, like Dirty Dancing and then Roadhouse and right. then Ghost and then this. Mm-hmm. So he was probably at the top of his fame. Exactly. For those of you who haven't seen Point Break in a while, the description is that in Los Angeles, a gang of bank robbers who call themselves the ex-presidents because they wear masks of the ex-presidents Reagan, Carter, Nixon, and Johnson during the robberies. The FBI believes that the members of the gang could be surfers, and they send young Agent Johnny Utah undercover at the beach to mix with the surfers and gather information. Utah meets surfer Bodie and gets drawn into the lifestyle of his new friend. So, what are your overall thoughts when you rewatched it? I I like the movie. I mean, it gets a little over the top. It gets a little goofy at times. Um, But, as I said, Swayze and Keanu are really like the glue in this movie. That that elevate it. You know, if it wasn't them, uh, I think it would be a worse movie to me. Agreed. Now, I don't recall in previous viewings, I probably, because I remember having a little bit of a crush on Keanu, like Mm -hmm. a little bit later, probably around the speed time, he got really famous. But I'm honestly shocked that he ended up with such a big career because he's really not very good in his early work. Yeah, that's the, uh, I always have this conversation with people when I talk about Keanu, like, I, I love the guy, but like, as far as an actor, I don't, I don't know if I could say he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he's charismatic and obviously he's a handsome guy. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't think his acting, I never see, I've never blown away by any of his performances. Well, I haven't seen like the matrix and what's the newer one that John, uh, Wick. Is that what you John Wick, I John hear Wick, he's right. better in those. And yes, Patrick is just like electric, I think. Right. And, most of the things he does so he as Bodhi was Mm -hmm. really great and I thought that you know Johnny Utah it was fine like he didn't do a bad job I just there was a few times yesterday when I rewatched that I was like wow Keanu's just kind of falling flat a little bit right I don't know but (laughs) that's that's always how I feel he's I hear he's a really good guy oh yeah so like no shade well well, even when he's I mean, because that's, is that like a, that's a California accent, right? What Keanu Reeves has mm-hmm. kind of. And then when he's trying to give the fake backstory. Uh, oh, is it like, from Ohio? My parents died. I'm from Ohio. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I just, uh, like, why would she ever believe him? <laughs> so, okay. I actually covered this with Seiko for the last of the Action Heroes Network, just like a one-off. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just happens that I now have a podcast that's covering Patrick. Uh, so I'm doing point break, but I could not get over the fact that he uses his real name when he goes undercover. That's Does that's this bother the, you at all. I completely. Well, then I was like, when the movie started, because I haven't watched it in a few years, I was like, I'm thinking in my head that Johnny Utah is the fake name. And then I'm realizing like this. Is it his sounds real fake. Name. It sounds like. Yeah. Right. So much that they they know his football career. Uh, yeah. From college. Right. Where it's like. You couldn't, nobody, they didn't know anybody who could track like the trajectory of this guy's life that they found out he was a cop. <laughs> and he even says, he even tells uh, Tyler that he went to law school and everything. So I, I don't know. I just find this hard to believe that Very he, hard like, why believe. wouldn't he use a fake name? I, I've just, I cannot get over that. For some I don't, uh, also to add kind of like a side note, I don't know if you've ever watched any of the Fast and Furious movies. But the first Fast and the Furious movie. Like the first two. <laughs> the first one yeah. is like a complete ripoff of Point Break. It's like the same movie with cars. I don't know if you ever made that connection. It is. It, it really is. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Well, it's not a new story. Right. Like of it, course. You know, Undercover the, Cop. Oh, goes, gets to Infiltrates deep, you know, in but, the world. Right. Yeah. And they're fun stories. But now that you say that, and I, yeah. it's probably been... 20 years since I've seen right. Fast and Furious, but you're right. It totally is. It's funny because when Same I was story. watching it last night, I was like making the connections because I watched Fast and Furious recently again. And I was like, wow, this is the same movie. I'm surprised they didn't get sued. <laughs> D- did that hold up? 
Uh, the original point point break is definitely better, I think. Better, I think okay. that's another one that's kind of goofy and you know, Vin Diesel's acting. Get it? That's a whole oh, yeah. podcast in itself. Again, like sometimes I'm like, how did people have such like long lasting careers? Right. Yeah, sometimes. I don't know. It's crazy. I guess with Keanu, I could say it's probably likability. I think he's he, and like you said, he's probably a nice guy. It's probably gotten him far too. Yeah, like people like to work with him, etc. Do you think that Tyler, who, so Keanu Reeves, you know, he gets in with her and then he ends up falling in love with her. She teaches him to surf and she's actually Bodhi's ex-girlfriend. So she's in the surfer community. Do you think that she knows that Bodhi and his crew are the bank robbers? Um, I think, I think she's got to, right? I think she's got us. I couldn't tell. Like they, I, there was no indication. I like realistically, right. Like if I were, of course you'd know that, but there was no indication that she does. Maybe she just, I mean, she got to know they're up to like some kind of criminal activity in their lifestyle. I mean, they're not working. Obviously they're just floating around on surfboards all day. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. Some people are independently wealthy. I don't know. But yeah, she probably does. That's a good point. Listeners, what do you think? Do you think that Tyler knows or not? Do you have any favorite scenes or parts of the movie? I love the chase. I love the chase when uh, right before Keanu hurts his leg from that old injury. Like it's a really good chase. I was like really engaged at that part. Uh, I forgot how good that was. I also love all the um, the bank robbery stuff because I just like the imagery of the presidents, the Nixon and. All the stupid stuff they do. And that they call each other like, hey, Dick. Right. Ready to go. Right. I'm like, not a crook. I'm not a, I'm not a crook. Yeah, he's doing the voice and showing his ass and stuff. Was, I, I thought it was all good. It all holds up. It is up. funny. And of it course, does. the sky the skydiving stuff's cool. I really liked the skydiving stuff. I don't know. I mean, I heard that Swayze did some of, re- of the real skydiving because he was a skydiver. I don't know yeah. how true well, that is. Well, I read that too. And also I read his book. I'm a big Swayze fan. I, this man can do literally anything. So yeah, he did some of the surf, like not obviously not the major surfing, but a lot of the shots he learned to surf. Um, right. And then he did do 55 jumps in total for this movie. So oh, wow. he did, he was actually an accomplished, Crazy. fairly accomplished skydiver. Yeah. Well, I gotta, I gotta give like Catherine Bigelow credit too for that. The scene at the end when they, uh, when, Keanu jumps out without the shoot. So it all, it looks pretty good. It holds up pretty good as far as like uh, compared to modern day stuff. You don't feel Agreed. like you're watching, you know, some guy that's not Keanu or you're watching like a blue screen or anything like that. It seems very real. I agree. And I like, that's partially why I like older movies. I, mm. I very much appreciate more practical effects. Yes. Stunt men doing stunts mm-hmm. and, or even the actors doing a lot of the stunts, but. I that scene was probably my favorite scene, that final um, airplane jump. Right. It was like the ultimate game of chicken where I could I was like, I can't believe he's jumping out of a plane with no shoot and just in hopes (laughs) that he will eventually catch up to Patrick Swayze. (laughs) Amazing. And then he has to drop the gun like you have in order to pull the like Bodhi's willing to die. He's like, right. I don't care. I'll die. Big, big whoop. Mm-hmm. But if you want to live, you have to drop the gun to pull the shoot. And yeah, I really liked that scene. Yeah. And I think it gives it gives them another like level of a mutual respect for them uh, for each other because they realize they're both psychos. <laughs> like the, <laughs> yeah. Swayze's yeah. waiting for him to pull it. And then, you know, he's not pulling it. And then he finally drops the gun. But they are both psychos. I actually <laughs> um, this viewing especially a few times I was a little confused about both of their motivations. Mm -hmm. So I was curious to get your thoughts. So Bodhi is all this, you know, I'm one with the ocean and, you know, peace, love, all of that. Uh, But then why, so why doesn't he call Rosie to let Tyler go before he jumps like Johnny asks him to? Right. Be- yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, uh-huh. like, you, she served her purpose. You could die. Like you might not make it to the meet point, 
to let her go. What do you think right. about that? I mean, I just feel like, and I guess this is something with Patrick Swayze playing this villain that he's just more, he's so much more likable to me because it's Patrick Swayze. Whereas like, I don't know if that's how the character is written, you know, where, oh, you, you know, like good you're, you're, point. you're watching him do all these, like, cause even, especially towards the end when he gets really like diabolical and they kidnap her and I'm still sitting there liking him, but I'm like, why is he doing this at the end of the day? Yeah. I think that's what it is. I don't think we're supposed to, it's because we like Patrick I think Swayze. that's, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm trying to say. I think it's it's getting mixed because we have that, you know, past experience with Swayze and liking Swayze. So we're kind of sitting there scratching our heads. But I mean, I get he's supposed to be the villain. You know, he's a, he kills that cop in the church. Like once he kills the, uh, in the church, in the in the bank, when he kills yeah. that cop, that cop and he shoots that cop and he kills him, it's kind of like, all right, now he's crossed the line. You know, you know, he's going to die at some point after that. Well, that's another thing. A few times I'm confused about the Bodhi character and the Johnny character. So, well, why does he, so they have rules and that's how they've skated by this whole time. They just right. get enough money. They, they don't get greedy and go into the vault. That's the rule. Get in, get out, be done. Nobody gets hurt. Like that's the rules. But then the last, in the last robbery, he breaks his own. Why do you think he does that? At that, I'm going to have to put on maybe the writing. You know, where they kind yeah. of just throw away a lot of the, the stuff that he stands for. Because even when Keanu's going after them at that point, he stops the guy from shooting him. Um, even that, like, why did he kill? I wasn't expecting it to go that way either, where he just yeah. know, kills people. And... I guess we needed it for the story to move forward. Right, um, right. But yeah, so I guess at the end of the movie, I'm... I'm sort of now wondering, is he really this Bodhisattva character? Right, right. Or is he just like every other selfish cult leader exactly. underneath it all? You is know? he just like full of crap, another another thief, essentially, you know, where just, he's going yeah. after money. Maybe that's what he tells yeah. himself, you know. The character that he presents to people is the lie he tells himself. Yeah, like stick it to the system. That's what's keeping us down. And, right. you know, but that's what keanu's character buys into mm -hmm. ultimately right right because he becomes and then it, the surfer and so then i'm confused about the end with keanu then too like <laughs> his motivation right because he's now at the time so listeners so i'm all over the place apologies so there's a so patrick swayze's character gets away and then like sometime later i don't know six months a year later we meet them at Bell's Beach where they've been talking about this whole time um, in Australia. It's this 50-year storm. It's supposed to be the ultimate ride and you'll probably die doing it. And if you're like, if you're a real surfer, you're willing, you know, that's Bodhi's whole deal is the ultimate ride. And it's a 50-year storm. So that's where Johnny Utah meets up with him again and he catches him. But by this time, so Johnny's motivation, he's already, now he tells Patrick Swayze's character, he tells Bodhi, yeah, I surf every day. Like you can see his hair is longer. Right. And they have this big fight and he ends up handcuffing Bodhi. But then Bodhi easily talks him into uncuffing him. You know, just this is, my whole life has been leading up to this moment. Just let me go catch the ultimate ride. And he does. And then right. he tosses his, Badge, um, he tosses yeah. his badge. So it's like, was it just so that he could prove to himself that he caught him, but that he, he was already over the system, the man, so to speak? Right. I feel like, especially the dialogue, I don't remember the exact dialogue, but I feel like he's really, he, the, the part of him that was a cop and a good cop, he feels obligated to arrest Patrick Swayze because he killed, you know, because he robbed, because he was a criminal. But like, I, that's the thing, too. I feel like maybe if if Swayze didn't, you know, shoot anybody and, and, and murder anybody, maybe he would have let him mm -hmm. go. But I feel like because he was a cop, he had to go close that door. I think he was going to throw his badge away anyway. I think it was just like, let me close this chapter off and get okay. this guy to close the book on that. But then he lets him go. Well... He lets him go into probably his suicide, right? I mean, he's, it, he, for he's sure, killing himself. But <laughs> he is, but it's he's easily talked. I mean, it's a it's a 
it's compassionate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's his, it's sort of like they do have like a kinship right. now. But I, yeah, I guess it was a little confusing to me about the character's motivation. Like, yeah, I, know, I understand like that. Easily let him go. Yeah. I feel like they're, they're what they attempted to show. It really didn't come out right. Maybe, you know, um, they're basically both taking qualities from each other, I feel like, and they're trying to show yeah. that. Oh, good. Yeah. But good like, point. yeah, it, I don't think it was executed as well as it as it could have been. Well, I really did like it. I mean, I, just as a casual viewer, I, a viewer, I thought that was pretty awesome. And I, I'm glad that that's how it ended, that he did get to get his ultimate ride. And, and then everybody, when's he coming back? When's he coming back? <laughs> he, he's not coming he back. Coming back. <laughs> So I did like that. But then he tosses his badge. So I'm like, hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Right. He's done. He's basically going to become uh, Johnny Utah. Just going to become a surfer now. That's it. His, his, yeah. his police days are done. Now, how is he going to fund this surf lifestyle? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe he turns to a life of crime. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got the lessons now. Uh, movies. I also really loved how Patrick Swayze so Bodie's character has this like all-knowing it's a laugh but it's more of a statement Mm -hmm. do you know what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. like he'll laugh in a way that just like it's a statement and I I love that Patrick Swayze really pulls it off Uh uh-huh that's yeah that's his presence is just he's great he really is oh I had forgotten that Pappas dies Right. Did you, were you surprised by that when you I, rewatched I it? I forgot as well. Yeah, I, I completely forgot. And that's the thing too, uh, you know, he's responsible to bring that up with Keanu Reeves coming back. He's responsible. He killed his partner. He killed his, mm-hmm. you know, almost like a father figure to him. So he had to go Good close point. that door. He couldn't let Bodhi get away. <laughs> I took note of the scene where Pappas um, requests that Johnny go get him a couple of meatball sandwiches from yes. some like sandwich yes. place. So Johnny goes and he orders two meatball sandwiches and then he gets a tuna on wheat or something boring like that for himself right. and two lemonades. And the bill was like less than $8, Six, $7. I, I noted that too. I, I it was, I said that to my wife. I was like, wow, imagine $7 for all that food. I mean, that wasn't, I mean, 91, I guess like 30, 30 years ago, but dang, that's, seven that's and cheap change. food. I think it was like 745 and, or something like that. Yeah. And it was LA too. It wasn't like it was Ohio. Right, right. You know, wherever. <laughs> it made me hungry for a sandwich. <laughs> for three meatball sandwiches? I would do a vegan meatball sandwich. So there's some trivia. Cool. We already talked about Patrick Swayze's um, abilities with surfing mm. and skydiving. Did you know that there were some additional titles before they came up with Point Break? Were you aware of any other like possible um, titles? No, I don't recall any that stand out in my head. What were some of them? Well, you know the Doors song, Riders on the Storm? Yes. That was a that was one of the titles. Okay. Which wouldn't okay. have been bad. Wouldn't have been bad. That would no. have been bad. And then another title was just Johnny Utah. Just Johnny Utah? <laughs> just Johnny Utah. It does that... sound like a fake name. Yeah. Or like a superhero or something. That's that that would have been a little strange just calling it. But we wouldn't know what it was. I guess John Wick is sort of that way. Like you don't, yeah. it's just a name. And he's got Johnny Mnemonic too. That would have been three movies. Oh, yeah. That Keanu Reeves has Johnny in the title. <laughs> he likes the name John or it fits him. Apparently, Point Break wasn't chosen as the title until they were halfway through filming. Ah, the movie. Wow. That's a good title, though. Point Break's a, uh, a strong it is. title. It is. Bigelow wanted the actors to do their own fight scenes, which okay. good on you, Bigelow. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. always helpful. So they they had training se- uh, sessions on the weekends for the actors um, to do with the stunt coordinator. Okay. And allegedly, guess who was the only one not present to do out this? Of, out of all the actors? Yeah. Ketis. Ketis, yeah. <laughs> How did you know? She's busy making music, probably. <laughs> So, yeah, he he was the only one who didn't show up or or whatnot, according to the research that I found. Therefore, his character um, gets knocked out with one punch during that first fight sequence. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. And Patrick Swayze cracked four ribs while filming the surfing scenes. And he did. I take it he tried to do a lot of his surfing himself or. Well, some of the like the shots where it was clear, like a close up shot. 
where they had it had to be him. Yeah. But then they did have those. Most of the long, like the surfing shots from far away were those other two surfers. Swayze, so he wore the Reagan mask. Mm-hmm. And then Roach, his like right hand guy, wore uh, Nixon. Mm-hmm. And then the other two guys, Carter and LBJ, were like real surfers that oh, okay. kind of d- do acting on the side. So I think a lot of the surfing sequences portrayed the latter two. Okay, that makes sense. Safer, you know. You don't yeah. want. Have you, you don't surfed? Drown you... You... No, I've never surfed. I've <laughs> I've boogie boarded, which I don't even okay. know if that's like I don't even know if that could be considered anything. I've I've gotten hit by waves and been ripped apart on the beach. That's something. Yeah, I surfing is one of those things to me, sort of like ice skating, like figure skating or gymnastics. I'm like, how's that even possible? I don't even know. Yeah, my brain can't quite. No, it's got to be really, I guess, disciplined and athletic just to jump on that board and at the right timing. I don't I don't know. Maybe one day, maybe one day, maybe this, maybe later in life. You're gonna pick up surfing. <laughs> pick up surfing. Okay. I'm gonna change my not. name to Johnny Utah. <laughs> now your second, the second part of your life, you'll exactly. Go, um, you'll go into the FBI. Right, and that's when I get yeah. the hair transplant to look like uh, Patrick Swayze's hair. <laughs> oh, funny. I always find alternative casting very interesting. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of any of these? Any like any? I haven't heard of any of the ones no. for Point Break. No. So the studio and the producers wanted someone higher profile for Johnny Utah. Okay. But Bigelow insisted on Reeves. Okay. I'm not sure why, but it was a good movie with, with him in it. But they wanted um, like a Johnny Depp type. Okay. I could see that. I could have saw Johnny I Depp. I can in that too. Role. I he I can totally see Johnny Depp doing a fabulous Johnny Utah. I wonder what Different that was. Movie. Uh why she was so insistent about Keanu. Yeah, I should have looked into that more, shouldn't I have? I mean, who knows? Could have been just a personal relationship, right? So Patrick Swayze originally auditioned for the Johnny Utah role. Okay. Instead of the Bodie role. They must have not thought he was right for that and offered him the role of Bodie. Matthew Broderick was originally offered the role of Johnny Utah. Ooh, I don't think I I don't see that. That one I can't pitch. I like Matthew. I love love Ferris Bueller. You know, I like him as an actor. Yeah, I agreed. I don't Great. see him uh, in that role. I do not. And then, obviously, so we talked about Johnny Depp. Others uh, for the role of Johnny Utah, Charlie Sheen. Okay. Charlie Sheen. I, might, maybe. Might, I could maybe see Charlie Sheen. Willem Dafoe. As, as Johnny which, Utah? I guess he wouldn't be young. He wouldn't be like the young buck. I don't. Right. I mean, he's a good actor. Oh, yeah, probably, he's great. It just wouldn't be like this young... Um, like, I hurt my knee playing. I don't know. Right. Yeah, it would definitely be a different movie. And then Val Kilmer, which I could see Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer I could see as well. Definitely see Val Kilmer. And then from a directorial standpoint, they originally wanted Ridley Scott mm. to direct this. But he was doing Thelma and Louise at this oh, time. Oh, okay. Or at that time. Also right. a great movie. Yes, good movie. So, <laughs> but yeah. I didn't, I, had, I didn't even know who Catherine Bigelow was before, like, The Hurt Locker. So she also did a movie. Uh, I want to say it was either a year, but that movie Near Dark with like yes. the vamp Bill, Bill Paxton's in it, I believe. I didn't see that movie, but I know what you're talking right, about. Right? Yeah, she did that. Mm-hmm. Those were like this and that were her earlier uh, things. Then she came back with like Hurt Locker uh, later on. Yeah, she's a good director. I like her stuff. I liked those two, like mm-hmm. those Hurt Locker and. Um... Zero Dark Thirty. Right, those, I liked right. both of those. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's definitely good. So I talked about this this little tidbit because I recently covered Dirty Dancing, which was super fun. So I covered this little tidbit there too. So check out the Dirty Dancing episode, everyone. <laughs> but so when Bodie is introduced to Johnny Utah on the beach, he remarks that Utah's surfboard reminds him of a '57 Chevy that he used to have, and uh... the car. <laughs> That Patrick Swayze drove in Dirty Dancing was a 57. Oh, show. wow. I didn't even make that connection. Yeah. That's awesome. I think those, I love those little things. Yeah, I like those movies. little Easter eggs. Apparently, the F word was used a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you have any guess what the count was? want to say uh, in... close to 100? Yeah, 105 times. Okay. 105 times. <laughs> yeah. Good guess. <laughs> I know my F word counts. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you pick up on the other little like Easter egg, like calling back to another Patrick Swayze role? I, I thought I heard something about, uh, uh, they said something about Roadhouse, didn't they? Am I, am I crazy? Yeah. I thought I caught something. No, you're not. You're not. And I liked your, I heard your episode on Roadhouse. You and your oh, brother my, did. That was me funny. And my brother did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, so you guys have to check that out. So yeah, when, so Johnny's like talking about, he's like staking out uh, the movements of Bodhi. And so he's listing the places where he followed Bodhi to. And he, in that list, he goes to Tower Records, which that was a whole right flashback to 1991. <laughs> um, and then he had, he had lunch at Patrick's Roadhouse, Patrick's which was Roadhouse. a nod to his, That's right. his Roadhouse movie. <laughs> I love that. I love when they do that. I do too. Vaya con Dios? Vaya con Dios, they say a few times. Right. Yeah. Like, Go with God. Vaya con Dios. I just remember yeah. Keanu Is that a surfer thing? I don't know. Or it's, just, in a it's in movies a lot. I just remember Keanu Vaya con Dios. Oh, you do pretty good impressions. <laughs> Thank you. I try it. I haven't, I gotta, I gotta work on a Patrick Swayze one. I know me and my brother just yell random roadhouse quotes to each other sometimes, but I haven't really polished that. I gotta work on that. Yeah. I don't know if he has a, he, it's, he's a, he's definitely a hard one to do. Yeah. Keanu's it's a little like... easier because Keanu just, especially everything he says, you could just, you could just get an impression off of watching Bill and Ted or all the goofy stuff. He says, <laughs> yeah. when did the mongrels rule China? Like <laughs> just him saying. Mongrels. <laughs> yeah, Patrick's more of like he's an everyman. Like right. He and Kurt Russell, they don't have yeah. like there's not um it's not like cartoony. If you had to pick one, you know? who you pick? Kurt Russell or Patrick Swayze? Take one or leave. Patrick it. Swayze. Yeah. Patrick Swayze. What about so, you? I don't know. It might it would be a hard choice, but I might have to go with Kurt Russell. I don't know what it is. Something about Kurt Russell. What I've noticed by doing this is it seems as though more men like Kurt better and more women like Patrick better. I could see that. You know, that's, you know, anecdotal evidence. Right. Well, but... I think Dirty Dancing scores a lot of points with the ladies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Is... <laughs> it, it certainly does. <laughs> so it's like one of those things when you when you think about the, the actor. I don't think. Kurt Russell doesn't have a movie like that, right? Thinking back on his filmography, I don't think he has a movie that would be that more women no. would maybe gravita uh, gravitate like, towards. Super, where he's just like a very like sensual right. role. I can't think of one either. The other thing, too, is that Patrick is just so multi-talented. Mm -hmm. um, Dancing. I would and... recommend re like reading his book, but yeah, he's just Yeah, what's the name of his and... book? I got I to gotta read that. Well, there's more than one, but it's, uh, oh, shoot, I, I think it's called The Time of My Life. Okay, I'm going to look that up. And he wrote it, like, right before his death. Mm. With, he co-wrote it with his wife. Oh, okay. Um, so I think that's kind of another thing is that um, yeah, he's no longer with us, and so I miss right. him. And like you said, multi-talented, dance, sing, singing. Yeah, actually, I was just doing some research for the Roadhouse episode, and... Mm -hmm. um, he, he sang a couple songs on that soundtrack. Oh, on the Roadhouse soundtrack, did he? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. I got to go mm -hmm. look into that. I didn't I didn't either, I'm, but I'm covering that that one soon. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, we know the Dirty Dancing one. So Patrick Swayze, he, is, uh, he flew planes. that He and Kurt both had their pilot's license. Right. So Point Break is definitely action-packed, and I can never get too much Swayze. So it was exciting. <laughs> Being back in 1991 for a while, but we must now return to present day until the next. The dark, gloomy 2023. It's right until the next Retromade episode, you guys. Then we'll go back in time again. <laughs> Dom, it was a pleasure talking about 91 awesome. with you and the wild ride that is Point Break. Do you have <laughs> any closing thoughts about the movie or Patrick or Kurt? Or... Um, and tell us where we can all find you. Okay. Um, I, I like the movie. I think it's a good movie. I think if you've never seen it, it's definitely worth watching. Uh, it's definitely a product of its time, you know, with the surfing and just, like I said, Keanu coming around doing his thing <laughs> and Swayze. Uh, it's you know, not a great movie, but it's, it's fun. There's fun to be had with Point Break. Agreed. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me uh, on my podcast, Movie Thoughts. It's on Spotify, iTunes. And then you can also find me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at uh, Dom Solo Reels. 
where I post some stupid, sometimes I do impressions and stupid videos and stuff like that. It's fun. And you are good at impressions. It's very fun. I would highly recommend everyone check out Dom's creative side. And thank you all for listening or watching on YouTube. Please be sure to follow the show and consider giving it a rating or a review and keep those YouTube comments coming. Until next time, be kind. Rewind.